Encouraged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. I'm DJ Sam. And I'm wedding planner Kia. Yes, you are. <laughs> One of the best, I must say. Ah, thank you. It's Wednesday, so do you have a tip? Yes, the Wedding Tip Wednesday is shared every Wednesday on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Hey. And you can also get it um, on, on, your- so- on social media as well. Correct. As in um, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, and Tumblr. I also... Post it there. So if you just hashtag Wedding Tip Wednesday, you should be able to, yes, to, to probably find, find it. out a lot more too. Oh, absolutely. And today's Wedding Tip Wednesday is ensure that you enjoy yourself on your wedding day at Correct. the reception. Make sure you get out there, have some fun dance, and make sure you at least have a fun first dance with your respective other that you just married true yeah make hopefully sure. if, i mean as long as you guys are dancers but if you're not dancers then make sure like yeah. you got a slice of cake or you took a moment to have like a cup of coffee if that's just, like if that's your thing do whatever it is that is your thing absolutely because a lot of couples forget to get a, a good fun picture of mm-hmm. them at their wedding reception because they're so concerned with making sure everybody else is happy make sure you're happy correct so you know what time it is is it that time of the year? It is that time of the year. We're entering into this holiday season <laughs> thingy from like basically November till I say end of January. Yeah, I, I, I do because you, you have the 12 days of Christmas and stuff like that. You know, know. Some people do. I, I, I like you know, that. Seven, seven, eight days of Hanukkah? I seven don't, days of Hanukkah. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> so it's the holidays. Correct. Winter holidays we're going to discuss. So firstly, we should wish everybody a happy holiday. Happy holidays. However you celebrate. However you do it. Yes. So one of the things people have to think about, um, and if you're planning, is if you're planning a wedding that's going to be around the holiday season, think about the fact that travel is going to be harder. Oh, yes. Weather could be slightly more unexpected, depending on where you live. Um, Southern California. That's, yes. That's beautiful and sunny outside right now. <laughs> but if your family and friends are coming from, I don't know, Colorado, yes. they may still have to deal with wintry weather. Yes. Um, lots more traffic, less availability in hotels because some people, when they do come home for the holidays, do not like to stay at home for the holidays, and they do actually stay in <laughs> in Airbnbs or you know in hotels, and everything's just more expensive. Yeah, and many people prefer instead of bothering family members, they want to stay in an Airbnb or a hotel somewhere yes. where they can just go and relax. And especially if you have a wedding to attend, it can make a lot more sense to get something like lodging wise closer to where the wedding's going to be taking a place, especially if you're from out of town. Good idea. Yes. 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 And if you're coming into town, you know, you have to think about the fact that your family members, they'll have to rent vehicles. If they're not driving in, um, unless you are great at picking everybody up at the airport, no. but they're not all going to arrive at the same time. No. Just going to let you know that. <laughs> no matter how much you plan ahead, that's not happening. And you also just don't know what type of situation you know your family and friends could be coming from. You know, if if they're coming from a place that's a very popular place for people to go for the holidays, like let's say they're coming from like New York City and everybody goes in for Christmas. Oh, okay, gotcha. There's a lot, it's a little bit harder to travel. Yes, so yes, yes. One yes. of those things to sort of think about when you're starting this whole, I'm going to get married during these 
unpredictable winter months. Right. And especially in New England, uh, because that's where we live. Uh, I thought we were in Southern California. (laughs) I was hoping. Yes. The traffic and the weather is so unpredictable from morning to uh, (laughs) afternoon. You could have flights coming in on beautiful, sunny morning Mm -hmm. and in the afternoon there's a wicked snowstorm see and that way this way everybody knows that we're from new england since you just use the word wicked yeah no one else uses the word wicked like that but yes if a wicked snowstorm does happen to come or what can sometimes happen is it's just so cold so everything's icy Mm -hmm. and so your planes may not be able to land Mm -hmm. so think about this like if you're having a wedding on a saturday you may want to tell some family members who need to be there very specifically they might need to come in on a thursday yes just in case because you know you want to leave yourself a little bit of a buffer what are some of the the travel tips then that uh, other than obviously arriving a couple of days early what are the travel tips would you give guests coming in well this is why you do save the dates so if you're doing save the dates Uh, for your guests especially during this time of year knowing that a lot of people have a lot of activities going on there's school plays there's cookie swaps there's all sorts of events going on. So if you're having something that is sort of unexpected, people plan for weddings in yes, the spring and summer and autumn months, but they don't necessarily plan for them in the winter months. Right. Unless you do live in beautiful, sunny California. Yes. So you do want to give them a little bit of a heads up. And if someone's going to be in your wedding or they're doing a reading or they're having some major uh, part of it, you may want to say to them, please come a day early you know, don't come flying in on a Friday. I understand that it's a big, huge hassle, but can you take an additional day off? Let them know their role because if they know that they have an important role, it may also encourage them to do something. I always recommend that you do speak to um, a travel agent because first of all, travel agents don't charge you like the way people think they do. And they may be able to say, look, we can see that there's this many flights coming on this date and they may be able to sort of help and direct and you're you're being helpful to the important guests by saying look if you contact this person or here's a link coming because we have like five or six people coming from let's just say from denver colorado because that's where the rest of your family is then you may want to have something available for them so that they can at least easily book those flights so i'd never knew that the travel agent uh, could could do that. Yep, they can oh. tell you different different types of flights that are coming, things like that. Airlines that have a little bit better consistency, especially airlines that are used to flying in, you know, in crappy, weather. wicked weather. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But at the same time, you could end up having a beautiful, sunny, weirdly semi-warm day right. in the winter. We've right. had that happen as well. Oh, numerous times. Yes, we're very unpredictable here, which is good. Okay, so we've done travel. Yes. So everybody's there. But the only, my last oh, travel tip. Oh, sure. Please bring your item that you're going to wear to the wedding with you in the plane, like in your travel. And not in the luggage? Not in the luggage, not in check luggage. Why? Because if your check luggage goes missing. Oh, you're going to go there. (laughs) Yes, I was going to go there. During the holiday season, Mm -hmm. it does happen a lot. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of people traveling. So it's just one of those things to think about that if you have... You know, if you can at least wear it or bring it with you, you know, put it in, have it into one of those smaller ones that can be put into the overhead compartment. It's just an extra way to save yourself stress as a guest. Great idea. Great. Just just say, please. Okay. So we are there. Decorating decorating tips because you want it to look nice. Yes, you do want it to look nice. But now do you want it to look festive with the season or do you want it to look like a wedding or Ah. maybe both? So this is one of the things to consider. Yeah. Think about, I'm sure if I asked you right now, yep. 
Think about when you go basically from about November till yep. the end of January yep. into any wedding venue. Yep. How is it decorated? It's all done up like a, a winter wonderland. Yes, like a Hallmark movie threw up. In yes. It. Yes. And that's that's the thing you have to consider. Are you okay with that look? Right. So if you don't celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. you shouldn't plan to have a wedding at a facility that's dressed up like a winter wonderland. Well, you might want the winter wonderland part. Like personally, I'm a person who loves winter, mm-hmm. but... I don't know that I would necessarily want red poinsettias everywhere, and especially since I don't like the color red, but those are things to think about and things that you should have that conversation with your venue when you're booking them or when you're looking at them or when you're going to look at a venue, because sometimes people actually use the holiday season to go check out venues. Because everybody's together. Family's here. Oh, yes. Mom has flown gotcha. in or you've flown gotcha. in and she wants to show you the favorite place. So now you're walking into a venue that is decorated up for a very specific season. So you have to ask them. like, What does it look like in May? Yes. Yep. you know, What are the flowers up front? What happens here where there's 82 trees all set up? Will these 82 trees still be here? Or, yes. or maybe you like the little twinkly, sparkly lights on the banisters, <laughs> but will they be there in May? And if you're expecting them to be there in May, you may need to pay a little extra, or you may need to at least request that they really don't take down their lights. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our uh, wedding tip Wednesdays. Was you're going to go see a facility, make sure you go back closer to when mm-hmm. you were getting married to yes. make sure that it still looks the same because the facilities change. They, they change. They do different things. And sometimes, and another question I always ask is if they're planning any renovations. Yes, during that time period. That's just, you know, an extra added. I'm just throwing it all out here. Yep. Just yep. 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 my yep. gift to you, yep. all of you. <laughs> but that's one of those things where you're walking in and you're like, wow, this room feels tiny to me. It may not feel tiny. It may be decorated for right. the events that they're having and they may be trying to give it a more intimate feel and then so if you're feeling that you should say you know I know that I've looked at photos but can you explain to me how this is set up a little bit differently when we're not in the right. midst of the season and you don't know what other uh, events are going to happen Correct. after your event or even before your event mm-hmm. so yeah uh, ask yes so when you're thinking about decorating that is an important thing to say is what will you have up what can i put up that it'll still look like a wedding or maybe still look like a winter wonderland mm-hmm. whatever your theme is mm-hmm. but it's an ability to walk into that space and say okay what what can i do realizing that flowers nowadays come from everywhere yep but once again, if they can't be delivered or if there's something else going on, yep. you know, yep. these are things that you really have to take into consideration and how much willingness are you to sort of just stress yourself out over it. Right. Also, now to kind of flip it, you could also, if you like the holidays, you could have your uh, engagement pictures done during the holiday season yes. and then send them out because you're getting married in May. Yes. If you want to do something like that. That's a great way to do a save the date or sort of announce thing and also um, take care of your Christmas cards if that's what you do. Oh, you got a two for one there. <laughs> you do get a two for one and it is also a great ability to make sure that you have all of the correct addresses yes, and information. Well in advance. Well in advance. Mm-hmm. But this is the holiday season is a great time. You know, if you all of a sudden you're at your parents' house and you notice that a card comes to them, you know, it might be, might be smart of you to check their return address to make sure it lines up with what you're doing. Yeah. And you can ask your parents just to double check all of the addresses that are coming in. Yeah, you sound like my wife. Every time we get a, a letter, uh, she always double checks the return address to make sure it's the same that's in her yeah. little book. Exactly. And she still uses a little book. She uh, doesn't use, use the book. Uh, phone anymore. Yeah, I, I wish I was better at that stuff. <laughs> I have a lot of packages of holiday cards that I've bought and then 
never like done anything with them. <laughs> I have a lot of those in my house, so just just in case, you never know. One of the other things to think about is when all of your family is together, let's say you're not getting married during the holidays, but you're coming home for the holidays, there will be lots of questions. There will be questions galore about how your planning is going. Lots of uh, unsolicited advice at the Thanksgiving prepared. table. Be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. Answer as much or as little as you want to. Be polite about it. A lot of times, you know, they're just as excited as you are. Yeah, and they're just overexcited and, and want to show that, mm-hmm. but it's really plying, prying, prying. There you go. This is good. <laughs> Two people who English is not their first language. <laughs> well, yours sort of is, but it is <laughs> just very proper English, English. But yes. They, they're not necessarily prying, but they might be asking you, did you get your dress? Are you going to wear my veil or grandma's veil or, you know, mm-hmm. what type of rings are you getting? They have questions. And, and usually those questions are genuinely just for interest. But if there's something you don't want to answer or you have a surprise, then keep it, you know, just be like, oh, we haven't gotten to it yet. Yep. Or yep. we're working on it. The old throw the planner under the bus thing, like, oh, I don't know, my planner said, like, like, I don't think children are allowed at the facility. (laughs) Holidays is not a time to pick a fight. I know some people (laughs) do, but it's just not the time to have to explain your decisions about having, like, a childless wedding or not having one. Right, so just saying shut up is none of your business is not the etiquette way of uh no 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 i'm pretty sure that karen our etiquette uh teacher would say absolutely not just change the subject or you know drop the turkey on the tape on the ground and then it distracts everybody and you're good those are are my very healthy ways of coping with family members (laughs) so we're gonna have more holiday tips when we get back. Yep. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Happy holidays, everyone. From all of us at Barabalt Jewelers, we're so excited to be a part of your gift-giving experience this season, and we want to celebrate with you. We are hosting four amazing events from now to the end of the year. We want to do up the end of 2019 right and celebrate 2020. So please join us on social media, join our Facebook and Instagram community to see when these events are happening. We have a Takori event happening in our store soon. We have an estate and vintage jewelry event. We have a wish list making night and then our wish list shopping event where your loved ones can come and buy what you put on your wish list. So come party with us. Come let us celebrate with you. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we are up to and when these events are happening. And from my family and team to yours, happy holiday season and we can't wait to see you soon. Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all of New England. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and at www.engagedct.com. Guess what time it is, Sam? Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, I think it's the holiday season. Ah, bah, humbug. Is that why I'm so grumpy all the time? Grumpy or cheery, I'm not sure which one, but whichever, we want to take this time to wish everyone a happy holidays. Especially to our listeners who continue to support our little podcast here. Yes, we'd also like to thank our sponsors for continuing to be the foundation of what we do each and every week. No matter how you celebrate, we want you to celebrate like a pro. Yes, and best wishes for Happy New Year. We want it to be filled with health, happiness, and spectacular success. 
us with awesome new episodes of the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. Happy holidays! Meadowbrook Estate is located in the quaint town of Marlborough, Connecticut. This unexpected engaged CT venue is an indoor estate package and coming this spring, a gated estate wedding package for up to 150 guests. We are also one of the few locations that offers lodging for up to 30 guests. Contact us at engagedct.com for a tour. Heidi Hansen Photography. Fun, happy, a little unorthodox, sometimes silly, with lots of candid. Hi, this is Heidi from Heidi Hansen Photography. www.heidihansenphotography.com. I like being goofy with my couples, making them laugh, and overall just having a blast on their wedding day. Every wedding day is different, and that is what keeps my job super awesome. I service Connecticut and New York. You can find me on www.heidihansenphotography.com and also on social media. Live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booth. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com That's www.atmosphere-productions.com DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booth. Atmosphere Productions. My mother was always very active and independent and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back, Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. We're in the middle of a discussion with my co-host here, Kia, the yes. greatest event planner. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're still not this- getting a holiday gift <laughs> from me. Darn it. <laughs> uh, about a winter wedding tips, holiday tips. Yes. So one of the things that people need to consider too is let's say you're getting married in a church and let's say that there's been a snowstorm. Big snowstorm. Big snowstorm. How much parking did you just lose? Oh yes, because they got to pile up the snow somewhere. Somewhere. It has to go somewhere. For those people who do live in Southern California, we do have to put our snow somewhere. Sometimes it ends up in the middle of a parking lot and people park around it. And sometimes it's still there in April. Yes, that's true. And sometimes it arrives in October, but it doesn't matter. That's one of those things to think about. And the same thing goes for your reception site. Realize it's probably going to take a little bit longer to go from ceremony site to reception site. Absolutely. You should discuss with your reception site how often they plow. If there is, if it's snowing, will they be plowing while it's still snowing? Some places, you know, just have somebody comes when the storm is over. Yes, because you don't want to be plowed in and you can't get out. Yes, I definitely don't want that. Those are things to just sort of keep in mind and ask and then just realize it may take a little bit longer. So when you're thinking about your timing for the wedding, what might have been a 10 minute drive from the ceremony site to the reception site may be more of a 15 to 20 minute drive, just depending. And this is why we recommend uh, holiday or winter weddings should all be in on the same location. Yes. I like to recommend to my clients, get married on site. Get married on site. I agree. That way you don't have to worry or about Or you're getting anything. married literally like people could, in theory, walk from, let's say, the church to the yes. ceremony site, yes. which does happen. I mean, to the reception site. It does happen. The other thing to think about is 
and I know this might sound like crazy little timing things, but people are coming with heavy coats. Yes. There needs to be some sort of coat room, a coat check, a coat person. Because of that, it takes a little bit longer, which means it takes them a little bit longer to get into cocktail hour, takes them a little bit longer maybe to find their seat, depending on what type of situation you're having. So those are things to think about. Yep. Okay, so now, of course, you're entering into your reception hall. Holiday music is playing. Oh, yes, definitely. (laughs) I always say to my clients, or ask them anyway, do you want holiday music or do you want Christmas music? Mm -hmm. Do you not want me to play anything that has the words Christmas or Christmas related to it? Or do you just want me to play holiday love songs? Because it does make a difference to some guests or, or some clients on what music is played. Correct. And the other thing to think about is if you're... What are you going to do if somebody comes up and says, hey, you know, just play Jingle Bells just one more time for us or something. And if you know that they don't want that, right, you'll politely distract them and right, so do something. There is a list that I created that I sent to my clients that is a holiday uh, list that has all of the favorites on. Mm-hmm. And they can then cross off which ones they, they don't want to, to have. But it is during the holiday season, so you should expect that people are going to say, hey, let's hear some holiday music. Maybe, depending on how early they started playing it in their house. Yeah. <laughs> but the other version is you could add in an instrumental one or two of them during cocktail hour, right? Right. And that's what, for, for the clients that don't want Christmas music, yes. I usually slip in you know, an instrumental version of a Christmas song. Yes. Uh, and they usually don't mind something like that. No, but it, those are you know really good questions to ask and say, hey, and if you don't want it, then you have to be very clear about it. Yep. And this is just like I said, though, you 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 are getting married during the holiday season. Um, a lot of facilities do a lot of holiday parties and things like that. So it's common for them to have it, music piping in, especially right. where the coat room is and things like that. Right. Um, and if you want that change, just politely say, hey, could you just put on your regular, you know, May instrumental selection? Yeah. And I've also done weddings where they've wanted absolutely no holiday music or any reference mm-hmm. uh, to to the season. Not because of their religious reasons, because they wanted their wedding to be focused yes. on the two of them. Yes, I agree. And and once again, these are things you have to consider if you're, say, getting married right around Thanksgiving. Are you yes. going to have like a turkey type of meal? I mean, I've, I've had couples who have gotten married the day after Thanksgiving, yep. and they served everybody basically a holiday turkey meal, yep. which they all just had the day before. And that's great. That Black Friday weekend, mm-hmm. a lot of weddings happen, they do. and you really have to discuss with your partner, what do you want it to do? Do you want it to be holiday related, mm-hmm. or do you want it nothing to do with it? We're just having a wedding, and it just so happened to be on Black Friday or... Yep, that, or that's what is it, Small Business Saturday? There you go. That's yes. the word. American Express does it. Yes. Cha-ching. They just sent us a check. <laughs> well, plus, as small business owners, we like it yes. when people shop local and shop Absolutely. small. These are things that you should take into consideration. What will your you know meals be? just like you would for any other wedding. So if you are going to go, let's say, getting married around that Thanksgiving time, like, oh, do we really want to embrace it? Do we want maybe nobody, maybe everybody's sick of it by that point in time? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Or they all have the leftovers at home, Mm -hmm. so they may not want it. So those are just things to think about. You never know. Um, You you can embrace it uh, and and have everything holiday related, just like you would if you got getting married around Halloween. You you may want to do a Halloween 
fancy dress. I have a Halloween wedding next year. Oh, you do? I'm very excited. I have yet to know whether or not they're embracing it or if we're going to pretend (laughs) that it's just a normal night. The holiday ones, you you know, you could have your bridesmaids dressed up in green and red Mm -hmm. and you can have your flower girls, uh, you know, dressed up that that way too. But it's how much you want to uh, embrace it. Correct. uh, So the other thing to think about too, though, is, you know, you you don't want to lose the sense that it is a wedding. Yes. You don't want it to feel like you're attending a holiday party. <laughs> but, you know, this is those are the things to think about. The other thing that a lot of uh, people forget about, and they forget about this basically all year round, is if you're going to step outside to do some photos, do you have the right type of cover-up? I know... You know, for men, it's a little bit easier. They've got their suit or their tux jacket or whatever. But for the ladies, yes, you know, if you haven't put a lot of thought into it and you were hoping that you were, you know, going to have a, a beautiful fall day in November, but this is New England and it has decided to snow, snow. on you. Yeah. Or do you have the ability to sort of step outside? Do you have shoes that don't aren't open toed? Do you have boots right. that you could throw on? Strapless dresses. Strapless dresses. Yeah, it's going to be cold. And it's going to be cold, and your friends, you know, in the wedding party are going to look cold. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person like personally, I am very warm all the time. So I like to step outside into the cold. I do it often at our gala. Everybody else is dressed up, and I'm yep. the person outside cooling off. Yep. But you know, I know that's me. But if that's not your friends and family, right? You may decide that you do need an indoor space to do photos. Yep. Um, those are things to consider because, and as we've said before, you have to have an adventurous photographer who wants to step outside, who's able to continue taking photos. If it's snowing, if it's raining and whatever's going on, they have their own requirements. So you right. want to have that conversation with your... just going to say that and you took the words right out of my mouth. You can... You're very helpful. Yeah, You can embrace the photography mm-hmm. of the winter. As in, it may be snowing, yes. it may be raining, and you can embrace that and go outside and enjoy it. I've also had winter weddings where we have faked it. <laughs> oh. oh, We've had like confetti snow, like snow yeah. stuff, and have like thrown it up in the air, and the photos have been taken really quickly. See, you're you so just, This is why you actually never know what you're looking at when it's a fo- like a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes back to our episode on style shoots. Yes, correct. <laughs> so, but it is one of those things, you know, if you are hoping for snow, and you just clearly did not do the snow dance correctly, and it's not, you may want to invest in a little bit of fake snow, let your photographer know, even ask them what they would recommend. Right. And that could help you get that effect, even though you might not have gotten a right. big, huge winter wonderland. Because your vendors are a key source of information around that time of the mm-hmm. year. Because we get, do weddings year-round. Right. So they, they may know uh, a location that you might want to go to take pictures mm-hmm. that may be winter related and not too cold yes or if it's going to be inside in the facility they may know little nooks and crannies that you can go and take pictures and there may be a separate room that you have to set up you know maybe to do family photos if you Mm -hmm. have a lot of family photos Mm -hmm. um because you know one of the things that does happen is no matter what you do if you are anywhere in the access of of guests they may like come and try to take photos of you as well there they may try to hug you they may try to get into it so sometimes you do want to sort of take yourself out of the situation so that you can get the photos done so that you can enjoy everything yeah, absolutely but like as i said everything on a day that has any sort of unpredictable wintry weather can slow things down yeah so you do have to have the conversation with your you know with your um caterer mm-hmm. like at some point, you know, do we just serve the food? Do we 
Do we, how long do we wait? Mm-hmm. What's going on? If we've lost a few people who didn't get to come, I mean, it can happen. Yeah, I, I've even had it happen on nice days yes. where something was delayed, traffic or something, something else. So you can imagine in the winter. It can happen even right. more. <laughs> so plan for it. So one of the other things is, what if you know that here comes the storm? Okay, so... Winter storm is coming. It's coming, and it's going to be... It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> and it's going to be the morning just before you get married. Or maybe the morning of you getting married. Oh, yes. I've had that happen, too. Yes. What do you do? So, uh, I happen to have in my contract a weather clause that mm-hmm. says in that type of situation where we are, there's the possibility that the state may be closed down the streets and yep. things like that, yep. um, they actually... If they're staying in a hotel, they pay for me to be there the night before. Yeah. So I come to rehearsal and I just basically don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I've also done things where I know that it was going to snow. So I have taken the time in the morning and maybe driven to my office and hung out there because I'm only a few minutes away from where they're getting married. Right. I've done that in those situations, too. And I've spoken to a lot of um, venues. If they know that a storm is coming, a lot of times they let us come a lot sooner, a lot earlier. They, you know... Everybody's working together. Right. And in my contracts, I have a um, act of God uh, clause. So, you know. If, I have that too. If it suddenly uh, decides to snow, sleet, and uh, hailstorm, uh, then obviously, you know, we'll do our best to get there. But uh, there's no guarantee. But I like to say that a storm, a snowstorm like that is predictable. Because the, Pretty much. the weather forecasters are going to say, well, you know, Saturday morning, it's going to start snowing around 8.30, yes. and your wedding is at noon, I would then get there the night before mm-hmm. and either stay at a hotel or set up my equipment the night before and then go home and then you know yep. set off early. Uh, and I've even had to stay at a, a, a hotel after I finished the event. Yes. Couldn't go home. We one time had um, everybody, we had an event here in Hartford, and we everybody came to our uh, office Everybody already knew. We knew that we, yep. the odds of us being snowed in was going to happen. Right. So everybody parked together. We all had our sleeping bags and sort of like a weird slumber party. Yep. But we went to our event and then we worked our way back with one car. And that was the other thing. We sort of carpooled us because yep. we wanted everybody to be together. Yeah, and, be um, and sometimes you don't want everybody to be together. <laughs> sometimes you want to send one so, some person yeah. ahead and the other person delays. It's, it's really, you know, things to think about. But it is a conversation that you should have with your vendors because that could be an unexpected expense that you weren't thinking about it. Absolutely. That if you needed to pay, like for us, it would just be one night. Um, or I guess it could be two nights if that happened, if, if they had to put us up in the hotel. Before but the hotel may not also have space right. available. Right, it may already be booked up. So those are things to think about. You don't know, especially for, I know, like hair and makeup people, sometimes they have to be there at like 6 a.m. And if it started snowing at 3 in the morning, that's a really difficult ride just because the rest of the world hasn't really caught up yet to all of the... The plowers have been plowing out <laughs> right, all night. Right. But that doesn't mean that all the side roads are done Um you know, there's just those types of unexpected things. Now, if it's a seriously big, huge storm, I'm assuming what happens if they lose power? Generators are good, but <laughs> if we're already on site, yes. uh, the, then the facility is then responsible for getting power up. And typically, they usually have backup generators. There you go. Do you- but you can't really expect the DJ to be hauling around a, a generator. Um, like I'm... Starting it with like a gas smell and everything in the back exactly. of the in the back uh, of the hall. <laughs> that's usually something that uh, we require that the facility takes care of. And uh, if you're planning a holiday, winter holiday wedding, that's a question you might uh, 
ask. Yes. Uh, because Especially I, if you're also getting married during hurricane season, you might want to ask that, that too. too. Yes. Uh, because I think the week before Halloween, we had a huge storm up here mm-hmm. several years ago. And um, it snowed. It also was like a hurricane. Sleets and, and it was frozen. Everything. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, but there were several facilities that didn't have, they promised that they had backup generators, but when push came to shove, they didn't actually have the backup generator. So that's during that storm, I think it was storm Irene. I had to move an entire wedding because my yep. facility did have backup, but because of the wind and storm and the ice and the trees that all came down, we couldn't get to the facility. Yep. They yep. couldn't even accept a food delivery that week. <laughs> so we ended up moving it to a different hotel that was willing to take their food delivery and was willing to cover it. We were in a slightly smaller room than we had planned on, mm-hmm. but the wedding still went on. That's what you do. That's what you do. But the hotel also had a whole bunch of additional guests who were staying there because the town still didn't have great power. So lots of people had booked Uh, rooms. So there was a limited amount of rooms. So this is, you know, these are things that happen. They're unexpected. There's one thing you really cannot control is weather. Yes. And I, you can drive yourself nuts too. Yeah. I encourage all our listeners to check out episode 39 of this podcast where we discuss in detail Mm -hmm. wedding day weather. Yes. A lot of it doesn't have to do with the winter, which is what we're talking about specifically here. But that episode, episode 39, go back in the archives and Mm -hmm. take a listen to that. You'll enjoy it. And and there's helpful information there. The whole thing is the holiday season tends to be a time that a lot more family comes together. A lot of people travel. I don't think you should be discouraged from having holiday winterish weddings. Encourage it. I I love love them. I think they're beautiful. I think they um, you don't tend to lose as many guests because they're not outside in one location and inside in another location. Everybody's sort of huddled together. It's sort of nice. And remember, it can be a slow time of year for some vendors Mm -hmm. that who usually do weddings in in New England anyway, between April and October. So, you know, I know for me, um, I'll I'll give you a little bit of a discount if you want to do a wedding um, on a Saturday or Friday or a Thursday Mm -hmm. uh, during the holiday season because, you know, I'm a little bit slow then. <laughs> well, you are, and you're a small business, and this <laughs> yes. was the whole point. And a lot of venues have peak season and off-peak. Yes. So that is one of those reasons to look at it, because if, let's say, you don't want to cut your guest list down, or you don't want to... Um, I guess, make other compromises. You may fall in love with a venue and having that conversation of, hey, if I did get married in a winter month, what would this look like price-wise? Because a lot of times they're willing to deal. It never hurts to ask the question. Never hurts. Never hurts. They can only say no. Yeah. And then you just move on or you say fine and sign on the dotted line. There you go. At least know what you're signing and also understand what their weather winter clauses are in their contract. And your expectations uh, for that winter uh, wedding, make sure it's not too overblown because yes. you might have to shrink it down if uh, the weather does not cooperate. Or maybe your facility will not allow you to just have it snow inside the entire time. Oh, I'd love to do that. <laughs> they will make the dance floor slippery. As a person who has a snow machine, I do know this. <laughs> so we are coming to an end. Do you have any last bits of great advice, Sam? Because I'm sure you do. Listen, listen, listen to our podcast. That's what I say because we always give Great information away free. That's true. But you can also go to our website, all my website, I should say, all the W's.atmosphere-productions.com, where you get eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before you book them. This special free report. Yes, I said free report. You can learn to shop like a pro from a pro. 
Or you can just go to our website, which is www.engagect.com, and you can talk to a professional wedding planner who will happily have a free consultation with you and share information that you may need to know or don't know, should know, things like that. So remember, you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google Play, and we look forward to having you listen again next week. Make sure you listen in. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. Thank you.